Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On November 8th, 2015, I had a conversation with CTV Television of Canada where we discussed some of the latest developments in the investigation of the crash of the Metrojet A321 in Egypt. Specifically, in the last few days, there's been much more of a consensus amongst the investigating authorities, as well as countries such as the U.S. and the U.K., that the crash was due to a bomb rather than to an accident. Good day. Thanks so much for joining us here at CTV News Channel on this Sunday, November 8th. I'm Sarika Segal. There are reports now circulating that this hour that uh, authorities investigating the Russian plane crash, they are 90% sure that the noise heard in the final seconds of the cockpit recording was an explosion caused by a bomb. Now, officials still aren't uh, willing to confirm that information, though, saying they are exploring every option. A noise was heard in the last second of the CVR recording. A spectral analysis will be carried out by specialized labs in order to identify the nature of this noise. Investigators say the plane broke up in midair about 23 minutes after taking off from the Red Sea resort of Sharm el-Sheikh. They say the noise uh, investigators heard by replaying the plane's cockpit voice recorder happened in the last second of the recording. A person close to the investigation told Reuters uh, news service that they're 90% sure that the noise was from a bomb. Aviation analyst Todd Curtis joins us now from Boston. Uh, Todd, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. What does the noise on the cockpit recorder tell you exactly? Well, as the investigator from Egypt mentioned, there will be a spectral analysis, which is essentially an analysis of the frequencies that were in that sound. And there are some frequencies that are consistent with let's say an aircraft breaking up through a normal accidental occurrence, such as an engine exploding. And there's a different kind of signature if there's an explosive nature to that sound. And before they were saying that that sound may not have been very clear, what do you think has changed the investigation into sort of coming up with a better idea that it could be a bomb? Well, I fully believe, fully believe that there are uh, surveillance and intelligence information, primarily from the U.S. and the U.K., but possibly from other sources, which is uh, giving a lot of evidence to several countries that this was not an accident. In fact, several days ago, both the Prime Minister of Britain and the President of the United States made statements to the effect that they suspected that this was a bomb. And that, coupled with the Russians and the Egyptians actually having the wreckage to review, I think that behind the scenes, there was an agreement that the evidence for deliberate action, a bomb, was far greater than the evidence for an accidental crash. So how does this impact the investigation now? Well, there are many international agreements as to how investigations should grow, should go, rather, if this is an accident. But if it turns out not to be an accident, if it turns out to be this, this is a bomb, you may not see the kind of open and transparent process that you've seen with the Egyptian authorities, which is commonly the process that happens if there's a Canadian or U.S. crash. There may be openness as far as sharing with the public what was found out, but there may be other investigative bodies, normally not involved in an accident, who may be called upon for their expertise to determine what kind of explosive it was if it were a bomb. Todd, in your uh, expertise and sort of looking over the years, I, I feel like it's becoming a bit more frequent when it comes to uh, accidents in the air or these kinds of incidents in the air. Uh, we used to hear, hear about it so rarely. What do, what do you make of that and how can things become safer now? Well, as it turns out, and this is kind of unusual, uh, many of the events that used to happen, let's say in the pre-9-11 days, uh, bombings and hijackings, were actually less frequent post-9-11 
than pre-9-11, even though since 9-11 there have been more flights. What has radically changed and continues to change is the ability of the average person to find out about these events and to keep them uppermost in their minds because, of course, we have not just television, but also the Internet, social media and such, to keep even small bits of news about every event in the forefront of people's consciousness. So it's good to know that it's not happening as much. Okay, Todd, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks again for having me. For more information on this event, please visit metrojet.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.